following episode contains explicit content. You've been warned. Which is and which is the biggest fuck you ever recorded ever. Um, aside from Donald Trump's election victory. Um, <laughs> um, well, I mean, Ron, Ron DeSantis is the Florida man of the week. Yeah. Everybody wants to be something they're not and have shit they ain't got. Welcome to another exciting episode of Brain Snacks with Jax and Max. What's up, man? We're going to throw some curveballs here today. Uh, we're not going to do... Uh, after evaluating what we've been recording, uh, it seems like I've just been going off for like the first 20 minutes, recapping what's been going on, and maybe we'll just save that for the end. Or not at all. I don't know. I figured you guys are probably getting tired of uh, hearing too much about how shitty or non-shitty our lives are or whatever, so we're going to try to try to cut the razzle-dazzle on on this episode. Brand new, brand new concept uh, that Jackson actually came up with. Uh, again, we we consulted, both consulted on it, but it was definitely his brainchild, and I'm super stoked about this. Now, do you want to start off with this new segment? We don't have, we don't even have, haven't have a name for it yet, but uh, it's very much in the brain snacks vein because these are thought provoking, interesting, unique, maybe funny ideas or. Uh, Concepts or news stories hmm. that we happen to run across this previous week. All right. What you got, brother? I'm going to get your thoughts on this. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me set the stage. We're in okay, Florida. The scene. We're in Florida. Of course we're in Florida. Right. Okaloosa, <laughs> Okaloosa County. This was part of the stipulation on this. Uh, this idea was that we're going to talk about Florida because um, it's always a Florida man or woman. Well, at least one, at least one of these stories has to be Florida. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Chick-fil-A employee flight fights off Florida man trying to carjack woman. So the superhero, he's a superhero for Christ, for Christ chicken. Yeah, the Lord's I, chicken. I, that was I was, I was like, don't don't be fooled. That's the whole like. I might be nice, but I still I can still get dirty if I need to. That, right. That makes me respect Chick-fil-A. A hell of a lot more, but the woman had a baby, and this man comes at her with a stick, demanding her keys. And then, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole video of it on Orlando.com. This was had to be last week, but but you said this was Okaloosa County, Okaloosa County. I'm not familiar. That that's kind of in the neck of the woods where I used to live. I think that's Fort Walton right. and Destin. Really? Okay. Yeah. If yeah. I, I'm Okaloosa Island, so yeah. 43-year-old William Branch approached her wielding a stick and demanding her keys. So, <laughs> so car- she's dude, she's attempting to carjack with a stick. Yeah, he's 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 using a stick, one of the most primitive, Not- one of the most primitive methods ever to try to steal a car for some reason. Um it, in in a Chick-fil-A parking lot. In a Chick-fil-A parking lot in Florida. Um, oh, and then the Lord's chicken peddler to the rescue. Yeah. So yeah. so a Chick-fil-A employee, employee thwarted. Yeah, he, he well he he took a he took a blow to the face uh in the video I watched and then tackled um tackled the dude with the stick down and then mm. all these people get out of their cars in the drive-through just standing around like uh like a post-apocalyptic situation like 
Man, that shit's just lurking right underneath, I guess. Oh, maybe the dude didn't like the Lord's chicken. I don't know. That's 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 wild. Yeah. I, uh, now that's all speculation, but could be. I, I would love to. I would love to see the toxicology report on this individual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, sure. how how desperate do you have to be to try to carjack somebody with a stick? Yeah. Especially in a concealed carry state. I mean, Florida is no Texas when it comes to guns. Right. But it's not far behind, dude. Yeah. It's really not. If, so, you, if you need to get out of there fast, you need to just call an Uber, buddy. Mm, you're better yeah. you're better off just threatening the Uber driver and uh right. trying to get the free ride. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's oh, pretty the, funny. I mean, you know, holy <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> Wait, well, I, I, again, I'm just what what would possess somebody? Oh, maybe they were possessed. That there's another angle. Maybe, maybe this Satan's Satan's getting tired of not having his chicken. Pop, Popeyes is Satan. Maybe is that the, the moral be. of the story here? Could be. Um, maybe maybe Chick Fil A was sending out some some vibrations that that reached a certain satanic force. Mm. There had there had to be some lash lashing out. I don't I don't know, man. That okay. The dark arts. <laughs> the dark dark farts. Dark. Yeah. Uh, so I will see your Florida man status and raise you the not so advertised Arkansas man status. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So it. <laughs> this is, um, so keeping with the whole Chick-fil-A Lord's chicken holier than thou theme. Um, and that was completely unplanned by the way, but this, this is an excellent segue. Arkansas man saws off his own leg in front of his five-year-old daughter. Holy shit. Talk about dedication. Yes. So, um, man, this man, uh, Shannon Cox, 48 of Boone County, Arkansas, was proclaiming that he was Jesus and Satan at the same time. (laughs) He's just realize that he is i am the alpha <laughs> and the omega yeah. so he, he is so the what? end and the beginning so, he is the jesus and the and and the devil all right is there more to this oh there is more all right um so so shannon cox prior to him cutting his leg off he had verbally abused his wife sandy cox who's 30 so he's 48 she's 30s 18 year difference don't know how much that really matters but Pertinent information, maybe. But he verbally abuses his wife before cutting his leg off in front of his daughter. Now, the wife left. Okay, so the wife feared for her life. But I guess her left the, mother, left the mothering skills, yes. Oh her mother, God. her parenting skills were a little lacking. So she was so caught up in her survival that she just like, here, I don't care about the kid. She bails. Oh my God, man. And then the best part about this story, and I don't have the article open. That was just my highlights that I had written down. But the best part of the story that resonated with me was like, he was apparently just again, preaching, but not like screaming, but he gets a chop saw, like a miter saw. That's how he did it out. Yes. Oh, he gets a miter saw out. 
He's got his leg kicked out. Bam. And again, his five-year-old daughter's sitting right there. And he's just preaching to her about the end times and being Jesus and Satan and just, you know. That reminds me of um, those. And uh, he lived. Well, like, that's crazy. I guess, like, that's crazy. I wonder if the fucking kid, like, <laughs> kid was like, oh, this the- happens every Wednesday. Let me get the tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they no the so so the kid is now obviously in child protective services. Like uh, both both parents are now under arrest. Never going to be a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> never going to be able to put cord around in his own house. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he's already he's already going to have the low angle with with missing the leg. But this so this kid is in in child protective services now. Both parents were arrested and charged with child endangerment, but they're both out on bail. How? Why? What? So, I'm I, I'm not going to go off on a huge tangent on this, but seriously, so I, my at some point, at some point, I want to talk. <clears throat> I want to like when we do a full production show again we get back into the conspiracy series i want to do a series on the prison industrial complex because the bail bondsmen are as much a part of it as the judges are by letting these people out so it's bad enough that we're sending so many people to jail but when we're we have repeat offenders going in and out of the court system they don't even go to jail full time anymore they just get out on bail almost immediately and it's a huge money-making industry. Yeah. But it's that revolving door where if there's clearly evidence, the DA isn't pushing for no bail. I have no idea if these parents are going to sue for, to get, try to get custody of the kid back again. Yeah. And if, if they reform and they're get back on whatever meds they obviously needed to be on, maybe. Yeah. But for them to get ar- arrested and then, immediately post bail both of them that's just fucking insane I'm, what did she go to jail for did it say just child for, endangerment yeah because she she yeah. she left her daughter there with a fucking psychopath in that moment that's Dude, an, uh, what what yeah. my my mind it went to um you know those uh i don't know they're asian i'm not sure if it's japanese but I think I want to say japanese uh mafia akuza or something like that y- y- yakuza yakuza it would cut off their finger mm-hmm. uh, to, pro- to prove a, how regret regrettable they were or whatever. That's what yeah. it reminds me of. It's like, like this man actually believed this to the point where he was willing to cut his leg off to prove. I, yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, I, like, I'm I this think- serious about this. It's like, <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, it makes me think of that right, scene buddy. from... Uh- from Ricky Talladega Nights, mm-hmm. Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I can't feel, I'm oh, telling you, I can't feel. He goes, That's exactly what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Same exact thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, Florida man status versus Arkansas man status this week. I'm going to go Arkansas man kind of wins. Yeah. Your story does win. If we're doing a competition, it wins. It's not a competition. And honestly, I didn't know you were going to lead off with Florida man with the chick with the Chick fil A Florida man. <laughs> yeah. Which was, an, again, an excellent beginning, and it segued very nicely with the religious undertones of Chick-fil-A into the Arkansas man claiming to be both Jesus and Satan while cutting his fucking leg off with a chop saw in so front of his crazy. kid. This is the world we live in, folks. 
This is yeah. the world we live in. We create it every day. <laughs> so do you have, give, give me more, give me all more. Right. Well, all right. I, I, I goes on, I was hot on the chase with this one and I thought that I would have something more unique, but I still want to talk about it. Cause it's so fucking funny. But come the, on, uh, bring it, feed me. The, I called it Martha's migrants. You already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> I didn't even put that in my thing, but yes, Martha's yes, I, I am familiar. Yeah. I am familiar. For those of you not familiar, please, Jackson, give us a brief rundown. Well, Florida, <laughs> Florida man, Florida, Florida man, a Florida man. All right. So essentially 50 migrants, refugees were sent to Martha's Vineyard, which is, and which is the biggest fuck you ever recorded ever. Um, aside from Donald Trump's election victory, um, <laughs> um well, I mean, Ron, Ron DeSantis is the Florida man of the week. Yeah. Hey everyone. We hope that you're enjoying the audio version of the podcast. If you'd like to watch the full version, click the link in the description or go to brainsnackspodcast.com. Sent these migrants to Martha's Vineyard, which is, if you are not aware, the most posh of posh people you know household names have fucking summer houses up here uh hillary i mean all the fucking all the The elite obamas all these motherfuckers the elites and and then you just picture 50 migrants just showing up for Mm -hmm. them for them to take care of it's that classic you know i want to help people but but not, but not, not me. on my, not, not on my lawn. But not me. Yeah, yeah. You can't stay at my house. So I just thought this was fucking hilarious. Like, put your money where your mouth is. Like, that is some epic. That is some epic trolling. Yeah, that is some epic trolling. And that's one thing uh, we don't have to dive into the politics of it. But if if you're gonna espouse that you should be more compassionate to these migrant workers or people, you know, they're fleeing their country. I think these were Venezuelans. If I'm at 50 Venezuelans of varying ages, family, family units. And that's all good and well. And I'm not saying that we should be discom- uh, dispassionate about it, but the people that are being the most dispassionate about it are the people that are in these gated high end communities that are just like, yeah, we'll be sanctuary cities as long as they're not in my neighborhood. Exactly. Which you don't even have to go into the politics. It's just, just in the interpersonal aspect of that, just mm-hmm. how ridiculous that is to, to be the biggest hypocrite ever mm-hmm. on any given thing. I mean, it's like just, I think it's awesome. I mean, I, that I, is pretty awesome. I have mixed emotions. I, I feel like it's kind of, I feel sort of sad, you know, that real people, were used in kind of a political ploy thing because it's kind of just oh, yeah. it's kind of a just performance. Well, that's but that's but it's that's all we all are. But I mean, hey, they got a, if they got a nice little vacation out of it. I mean, they maybe got to see some cool shit. You know, maybe the kids got to see, you know, something nice and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Maybe well, they'll I'm get there. maybe they'll get summer homes up there. You know, <laughs> well, it's uh, Texas Texas Governor Abbott, and then you got Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who. Uh, is the one that that totally trolled the political elite. And most of them are left this left leaning political elite uh, in Martha's Vineyard, but they're both now both Texas and Florida, which are huge for quote unquote illegal immigration or undocumented 
migrants, however you want to phrase it. But those, those are the two States that are inundated the most with the exception of maybe, maybe New Mexico and California, but definitely like Texas and Florida are pretty like maybe number one and two. They're both now just, they've, as soon as people are processed through the, uh, the non-existent, uh, border patrol, and it's not that the border patrol isn't there. They just can't enforce anything because their hands are tied. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But now they're just like, look, we can't keep just taking care of these people in our state because we're talking tens of thousands a day. So now they're just trucking them all over the country. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, uh, I, I mean, it's probably both. I mean, it's probably. Well, yeah. again, some some of these people are going to be good honest, hardworking people that just are looking for a better life for their family and trying to escape blah. Yeah. But then there are also, you can't just say that there's not going to be serial murderers and rapists and drug dealers that are in this mix too. You well, can't well, say I mean, that. I mean, yeah, you pick fucking 50 of us out. There'll be that same, same format. Same, same <laughs> yeah. Well, not, maybe not 50, but you're, you're talking saying, tens you know, of thousands. Yeah. There are bound to be a handful that yeah. are like, yeah, they, they have a, a track record of being, you know, douchebags and pieces of shit. And maybe we should actually screen them before we just go ahead and say, come on in. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's not worry about your voter. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to worry about voter ID cards. You don't need ID to vote. So come on in. That's yeah. That is, I think it's again, fun. I think it, I, I just found it very funny in the moment when I saw that, I was like, this is awesome. Florida. Florida man of the week. Thank Florida you, man. Ron DeSantis. Definitely. We need to get his picture. We need it. We need a nice, we need like a Florida man of the week wall. I, I will definitely, I will throw that graphic up. I'll actually make a note right now. That needs to be, pad. yeah, we'll make that, we'll make that a weekly thing. It's got to be a Florida man. Well, we had two this week, but. Yeah, but I think. But DeSantis I, again, obviously Ron, wins. Yeah. DeSantis, DeSantis yeah. wins. Florida man of the week. Okay. So I've got one. I've got two others that, that I want to talk about. Uh, but the the primary one is kind of a brain tickler. So uh, on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, September 14th, um, thousands of people in Ireland and the United Kingdom, Britain, England, uh, saw a giant green flaming meteor. Hmm. thousands and thousands of people witnessed this uh witnessed this and this green fireball came from a low flying meteor object space junk whatever but it was too low to be the usual space rock mm-hmm. the plot thickens here interesting so yes uh Any i will photos? actually i will yes i will i will uh, there's video Oh, shit. There's lots of video on this. Damn. So over a thousand reports to the International Meteor Organization. The International Meteor, or- Meteor Organization said that it was too low to be the usual space rock and too slow to be the usual space space rock. Reportedly, it was most likely to be a pile of space junk. Now later, get this. The UK Meteor Network tweeted that it could not find any known space junk or satellite deorbit that account that could account for this fireball. It was I'm green, not, and usually aliens are green. So I'm not saying it's aliens. 
blooded aliens. No, I'm thinking it could, it, it could very well be maybe not aliens, but let's say interdimensional wormhole travel. Maybe possible. Very I mean, CERN, CERN keeps firing up their thing. I I didn't I did not cross reference it uh, because this is not what these episodes are for. Is doing deep dives. This is just this is kind of a brain tickler though because it's when when the actual scientists and the people that know what's in space in the area at the time of the incident, everything was accounted for and they couldn't figure out what was causing this great big green fireball that tens of thousands of people saw and thousands of people actually got video of. Wow. Imagine that, man. How cool that would be. Mm-hmm. Now, there was debate on whether or not it was like a Starlink satellite deorbiting or if it was surely they would have been able to like figure that one out yeah well i i think that if the most likely case is that it was probably a spy satellite that was from one of three countries is either ours, ours, <laughs> number, number one. one. It was either, it was either, it was the United States. It was a spy satellite from the United States that was shot down. It was a Russian sat- spy satellite that was shot down, or it was a Chinese spy satellite that was shot down. Hmm. Because I think that trajectory, more than likely, Ireland and Ukraine. And again, I'm not a geographer. So uh, I know basically the trajectory would probably brought that fireball that satellite had it not deorbited or gotten shot down it may have ended up over ukraine or over russia at some point ah okay so i'm Call, not gonna say i'm cause, not gonna say it's definitely aliens but probably nobody's cause, yeah. well people people nobody was positing that it was potentially a spy satellite which would mean that there would be no record of it being in orbit if yeah. it's a spy satellite. Right. So we we don't want to draw too much attention to it, so let's just make it sound like it's aliens. Yeah. Well. So not all conspiracy theories have to involve aliens when it involves space stuff. I, I find it so fucking funny that people get so bent up about aliens. It's usually like, ah. like, like, well, and when I, the reason I say that is because it's like, it's because so what like you know like yeah maybe <laughs> maybe you know like it's it, it's just so it's just so weird to think i know we talked about it before but that's just so crazy it's like everyone everyone no every the thing that gets me is that everyone is so quick to rule it out out of fear mm. and i'm and i i just think it's the most uh egotistical thing you could possibly assume that you know what's you know what's out there yeah, what's, you know what I mean. Like, well, it's 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 a very human thing because well, yeah. if there's if there's other intelligent life out there, that would potentially be a threat to our dominance <laughs> by uni- our position. It unify the world. <laughs> uh, uh, would would it unify the world, or would there just be mass suicides and mass bombings and mass disbelief? Well, you know, there's natural. You know, we have to get rid of the weak ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I mean. D- debatable on what what is considered weak. I mean, is, are we talking weak minded? Are we talking weak? I would say most, I, most well, I would physically. Say, no, no, no. I would say if 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 we have a global threat, which we've had before, but if we have one like that that we're used to seeing out in the physical plane of you know 
violence and we can't unify mm. over that, then I would say that'd be definitely some weak-minded fuckers. Um, I'd probably be one of them. I'd probably, I'd probably end up, you know, ousted. <laughs> so I, I still, I still think they're either people from the future that have broken the space-time continuum, which is which is why we live in such a fucked up time because our timelines are merging with other timelines. There's the whole Mandela effect yeah. where people, people like there's tens of thousands of people that remember events in different ways. Yeah. I, yeah. Some of those, some of those, I think people just don't pay attention and their brain Bar- is just Baron stain. Baron Steen. Our brains I remember are Baron stain bears, not the Baron Steen Stein bears. Yeah. But that may have just been like mispronunciation the way that I remembered it because I did I remember Baron Stain Bears. It's like mis- the Baron it's like Stein misheard Bears. lyrics, the same thing. Yes, just over time, if enough people misheard the lyrics, wrapped like, up like wait, a douche. Wait, he was actually saying <laughs> shoddy. Oh my god, I thought he was saying shitty. <laughs> like I was no blinded by the light. Yeah, wrapped right? up like a douche. Yeah, like it's not douche, it's deuce. But yeah, it's yeah, easily, easily it misheard. Douche. Yeah, of course. Same deal. So yeah, that again, but that's again, potentially interdimensional travel. Or I have one other theory, and then we can get off of, off of this uh this strange green meteor that was flying across that again all these people saw. So now stay with me, you people oh. at home too. Stay stay with me. We're with you. The Queen of England just died. Not just now. She died. Of, she died. Of, well, yeah, like a week ago. I know. Yeah. Yes. And this happened just over a week ago. It happened a couple of days after her passing. Now, she was, I think, 97, 90, 94, 97. But whatever. She was really fucking old, but not quite as old as Betty White. So United States wins again. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry, not, not to hate on the death of, you know, a monarch, whatever. Not that I really care about monarchies, but <clears throat> here's my theory yeah. there. Well, you can just search Queen of England alien and you'll find a million memes <laughs> of her being her being a lizard person. <laughs> oh. So maybe oh, I love this. Maybe she didn't die, but to keep up the appearances of humanity, she has to fade out drop the skin suit, go back to the mothership. Hey, I don't know. So the, I mean, green fire, the green fireball was just a starship jumping in. Now stay with me. Starship jumping in, collecting the Queen of England, who's not dead, but is actually a lizard person. And she takes off until she can come back and reassimilate, maybe take uh, one of the princesses roles over in the future. I'm just it's the circle of life. Hypothetical. It's the circle of life. We don't need it. We, 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 what we don't know, we don't mm-hmm. know. Just saying. So we're like, we're just like children being put to bed. Well, mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, in the, in the arena, <laughs> <laughs> in the universal arena, in the universal arena, Queen, Queen Elizabeth has been picked the fuck up. Supreme. She's been picked up. Mm hmm. So again, maybe she's back on the mothership. That's it's not necessarily something I'd, I I would 
lend credibility to, but I can't completely throw it out the window without concrete proof that there's not alien lizard people on the planet. Hey. Just saying. Just don't go, just, you know, don't get too curious so about that, me. So that's it. That's it for my alien the chair friend over here. I don't want to drag you into this. So that's it for the green meteor that uh very that cool nobody wanted to talk about. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Wish I wish I, I I I'm trying to come up with something funnier to say, but I can't. So <laughs> do, do you have it? Do you have anything else for me? Yeah. Um mm. I do. Um this one's a little more on the I guess mine were I guess mine were all political because Chick-fil-A is pretty political too. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is inadvertently political because well, the the owner is. But the the chain, the only reason people give them shit is because they they're closed on Sunday. Yeah, which is stupid. You, I mean, if you, everyone if you needs look at a their fucking business day. model. Yeah. But if you look at their business model, like they are the only ones in the fast food industry that actually have it worked out. I don't know what they pay their employees, but their employees are out there taking orders and they're making every time I pass a Chick Fil A during lunchtime or prime time dinner time, there are cars wrapped two or three rows around that building. Yeah. And nobody, and I've been in that line before, and I've never waited more than two minutes from order to pick up. Yeah. Despite having that many people in line. Oh, they're so, so yeah, they're, you they're can remarkable. talk all the, talk all the shit you want on their religious beliefs or whatever, but their business model and business plan. Perfect. They're lizard people. <laughs> hey, you can't rule it out. Nope. Sure can't. All right. So what so, you got? In Texas, you may know this already because I know how you are. I know, mm-hmm. I know, you, I know you're privy to these topics. But in Texas now, Maybe. apparently, a federal court rules that big tech has no freewheeling First Amendment right to censor anyone on social media. Anyone. I don't. I don't know how deep this runs, but this is the 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 flag that's being flown is that you they can't s- silence or censor any voice in Texas anymore. So if I'm if I'm in Texas, I, think, I can say whatever I, I want while I'm in Texas. Maybe that's VPN stuff. I'm not sure. Oh. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I need to get a VPN and just, just set it to te- Texas. We can all just be in Texas. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we we don't even have a sponsorship from a VPN service. So uh it was yeah. a it was a lawsuit. If we did, that would be a convenient plug right there. It was uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a lawsuit uh that was signed into by Governor Abbott and it was upheld by the federal court. So That's what's up. Pretty cool. I mean, I, well, I that's I mean like I just kind of I just kind of read that, so I'm not super deep into like how maybe people can tell us in the comments or whatever. They know more, but sounds pretty cool. Well, that that brings up the point of censorship in general when it comes to big tech is I I get that they they want to promote a positive, more positive environment for people. But if they wanted really wanted to promote a more positive environment for people, then you would pretty much just eliminate all politics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to eliminate hate speech, just eliminate politics on social media, period. But it's it's ultimately big tech started the hardcore censorship back when post Trump election. Yeah. And then when COVID COVID hit, they ramped it up, they ramped it up, they ramped it up. And they've since had to go back. They, they haven't really 
printed any retractions for anything that they blocked or banned in the past, but it had let allowing anybody to have free reign over what you can and can't say on what is essentially a public forum, even if it is just a, a privately owned publicly traded company that they need to really, the government, obviously they're not going to do anything uh, about dealing with the social media aspect. Not that I think that the, the government should be involved anyway, but when they're all, all these social media companies have lobbies, uh, lobbyists that are paying into these politicians uh, campaigns. It's not, I mean, I think, I think 98 or 99% of all campaign tr contributions from social media companies, entrepreneurs are like two Democrat candidate candidates. Uh, that seems well, a little, no, I mean, it's no like in, the, it's not, it's not a, it's an open secret. Yes. I mean, you know, I, it's, it's, it's the same, it's the same deal with this. It's the same reason that Hollywood movies have like you, everyone knows in recent years, they've get, they get more and more agenda, more and more agenda. Mm. And it's, you have to look at the type like, and I'm just to be, just to make a broad generalization, the type of people that work in Hollywood the type of people that work in Silicon Valley and those, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, those types of people are generally speaking, you know, left leaning, left leaning. Yeah. I yes. mean, on some spectrum, so ranging mm -hmm. from fucking literally not even on the same goddamn planet to, <laughs> to yeah. somewhat of a centrist, but still left leaning. So it's, it just, it's increasingly become more and more about, silencing and i mean I, I don't agree with it i don't agree with everyone i don't know i don't yeah. i mean but but you know I, I think i think the issue the issue for me on that is just that there's enough there's enough in our lives right now that go ahead and assume the position that we're all just too dumb to mm -hmm. that everyone's too dumb and, and a lot of people are too dumb a lot of people i know a lot of people i am yeah me too i mean i'm i'm definitely too dumb in my current um state <laughs> but but people it, it it's it's like we have to be just presented with information and it's just information and you have to we have to work our muscles to, yeah to be able to just intake information and form our own opinions it can't it can't be it can't be non-transparent because then you just because then you have mistrust, and when you have mistrust, you know it's hard to get anything done. Well, it's hard to get anybody behind anything. That's what we're the, dealing with now. Well, the, the the main problem with censoring anybody is that if you censor one side but you don't censor the other, of like one side of an argument or one side of a perspective or scientific finding, if you only censor one side, that means the other side is going to run completely unchained and unquestioned. And then you run into an issue like, I don't know, maybe COVID didn't come from a lab. It had to come from a bat in the Wuhan wet market, which has since pretty much been shot down. Not a hundred percent. Yeah. But they, they killed all debate on that. And if you don't have, if you, if you censor people that have dissenting opinions or differing opinions or different evidence that backs up a different perspective, then all you're doing is fostering ignorance. Yeah, and, you're, and it's also just feeding into the hyper. It, it 
it actually creates more opposition and creates more of this hyper politicized social media mm-hmm. presence which, uh, because which, because um, there's something to talk about. It's mm-hmm. like if if you meet people's needs of being able to express whatever they have, then you're not going to have the need. You're not going to have the created, manufactured need of for outrage about that. You're going yeah. to there's no there will be nothing to be outraged about because you mm-hmm. just you're able to just say it. So that's all ass. It's all ass, buddy. But if hey, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get some uh some research on this. Uh, if I can get if I can be a Texan online. <laughs> well, if you have if if you can set up your VPN, if you sign up for a VPN and you pay for it, which uh I don't know. I'm not gonna say ExpressVPN. I have no idea. That's what all I the other no idea. fucking podcasts say. So I have I have no idea. Again, nobody's paying us to say this. So. But if you do get a, a VPN, then you can just set your home base to, again, Texas. And then well, constitutionally, I guess, that's according to Texas law anyway, you can sue whoever tries to censor you. Uh, yeah. I have one more. One more. One more. We did say we were going to go three, three, three on three. So here's my number three. The one last mo. thing I got. Uh, and I came across this completely by accident. Thank you, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Fayetteville, North Carolina Police Department. <clears throat> this is their Facebook post from September 17th. Fayetteville, North Carolina, as a result of the community's participation in their gun buyback program, they surpassed their goal and have successfully concluded their gun buyback program. 174 vehicles came through. They took possession of 340 guns slash weapons off the streets. They, they said this, thank you to our community partners at Kingdom Impact Global Ministries located at 2503 Murchison Road, Fayetteville, North Carolina for providing an easy and accessible location to assist in making the program a success. Thank you to our citizens of Fayetteville for answering the call in an effort to create a safer community. Because of you, this program was a success. Now, I am going to see if I can send you the picture of this real quick. Uh, Because it is ridiculous. Um, This... Gun buyback program. Why well, it sounds great in theory. Uh yeah, click on that, click on that icon that I just sent you. I will bring it up in the video feed right now. This is the pile of guns that they got. Now, for those of you that aren't uh firearms enthusiasts, it's a, it should be in the chat window of Skype. Uh this picture. <laughs> I don't have anything. This, oh, I think you sent it to me in a text. Uh, yeah, I sent it to you in the Skype video text. Okay. Well, uh, Skype video message. But the picture is of, I don't know, a stack of breech loading shotguns. So break the barrel. No semis in there that I can see. Oh, no, no, no. Double old double barrels. You can see the rust on all of the, all of the guns. All of the guns are rusted to crap. Not a single semi auto to be seen. 
I don't even see a pump action in there. The deers uh, are rejoicing in faith. <laughs> and I said and this, deers, fucking moron. Yeah, this. I'm, but this is this is the mentality of some some of these programs, and I think they spent something like thirty four thousand dollars on this program. And look, if I were in Fayetteville in that area and there were no questions asked, come drop off your guns. I would have been going to every single pawn shop on the planet and buying the crappiest, most busted ass fake prop guns on the planet for $50 a pop and then turning them in for like $300 each. (laughs) That sounds like a great way to make money. But how, how like, Looking at this, when's the last time that somebody got, yeah, like some of the comments in the comment section were priceless. It's like uh, revolutionary war rifles. Thank God. Thank God God that, you know, the black powder Uh, muzzle loaders are off the streets. Oh, my God. But that's those don't look nearly cool enough to shoot a school up with. Well, those are what, not what, is, call, what those is the are, purpose of getting most, most those of these are not guns? Call which, which, those are not Call of Duty guns. Yeah. But also, I want to know where these guns, what they're doing with the guns after they purchased them. That too. So what what are they going to do with these guns? Are they just going to destroy them? Are they going to melt them down and make like a Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, they, they should make a chair. The Iron, the iron Throne? They should yeah. make a chair for that. They, they should make a chair. All of the hundreds of guns that 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 were melted down in the forges of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yeah. So that they could virtue signal that they were something special. They're Lord, man. So yeah, this is like, I don't, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like, why would you, they've been, they, they've just been getting roasted nonstop. Oh yeah. Oh, they have, uh, yes. Fayetteville police department. That's all you have to search on Facebook. And you will find this post and this post has 4.7. Uh, so 4,700 comments, 4,600 reactions, the majority of which are laughing emojis. And it's been shared uh, just over 3000 times. I think that's the most traffic that Fayetteville, North Carolina has ever gotten. And, you know, I wish that I could say that it was them trolling other counties like, yeah, this is not actually what we did. This was a farce. We did this as a joke. Yeah. Just to go viral. Just to show you guys how, you know, stupid of an idea this is. No, this is not like their entire Facebook page is nothing but that kind of mentality. Now, again, they're like, they have a good positive message, like lock your doors at 9 PM. Like every day they post 9 PM, lock your mind to your, lock your doors. Oh my God. That's hey, look, Again, they're looking out for their community. But if they think that spending that kind of money on that pile of shit was going to do yeah. anything effective to keep their community safe, they are well, there's, way. There's way no out. way. There's no way of knowing for them what they're what to expect. I mean, if, just playing devil's advocate. I mean, but that's an insane amount of money. Like I don't understand where that money even gets spent. Like that kind of money to set up a municipal program like that. Uh, taxpayers. No, they, no, no. They, I know where well, it, it had from. to come from a bill. So the bill, the bill was presented in the city, state, county, and then 
Somebody voted on it. Somebody had to had to pass it and approve it, and then they get a they get a check. Yeah, but if, what I'm saying is, how do you spend that much money? I get. I mean, just in marketing or what? Like just signs and shit, or not just it looks not like just, a fucking easy up tent with a couple yeah. of cops sitting at it. Like, but Project Safe. I mean, that's they have the so the their project Project Safe, like. They branded the crap out of the tent, so they've had to pay for the tent, which is a couple hundred dollars. Well, just for the custom like, printing. I, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm. I'm obviously missing something. Like I'm missing. Like I guess paying people, like paying whoever the hell into individuals. Yeah, like salaries or whatever. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, when you have the majority of your police force out at this event, yeah, you have to pay for their time. Yeah. So that's time that they're not actually out making the street safer. Well, yeah, but. It's just fucking insane. Like, I don't know. Sorry, I'm yawning, guys. I've had a. I'm tired, but I'm here for you. I'm here for you, baby. Oh yeah. So yeah. Again, it's just it's it's ridiculous that they promoted this as a success. Yeah. It was a success for the well, you people that to, traded I mean, in their busted ass guns that didn't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. At least be honest about it. Just be like, hey, we had a success. Don't post a picture of the <laughs> the weapons that you. You bought. I know what I just oh, what I overlooked is the actual money that they bought the guns back with. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, maybe maybe it was drug money that they confiscated. Maybe that's maybe that's what they did to infuse Re- more money into the community. Recycle. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, that's not a bad way to do it. No, but. it's not. But but then you get into the whole. Or the drug argument, which is another thing. So yeah, that's that's a, that's an argument for another day and another topic. Man, Space so three on three, three on three, man, three on three is some weird stuff going on on the planet. This is true. Some weird stuff going going on the planet, and uh, I think we covered some of the some of the weirder and wackier stuff, at least that we've run across in the last couple of days. There are some other things that. Uh, that I did save, but I'm going to save those for another day next week, maybe uh, just because they, they get a little bit more political and we already covered some politics stuff. And I want to just ram that down, down everybody's no, throat or your throat. We don't have to do, we don't have to lift the finger for that. That already gets done. Oh, I did have, uh, we can wrap this up here in just a second, but I did have a Mad Max moment this weekend. Go for it. I had, I had a great week. Was it at the a Auburn great- game? Yes, it was at the Auburn game. Oh God. Okay. Okay, so uh, so the Chrissy Chrissy wanted to go to the Auburn, uh, Penn State, <clears throat> Nittany Lions are playing at Auburn, which we live two and a half hours from Auburn. We have never, she's never gotten to go to a game in like the last twelve years, and it just so happens that this game was right down the street. We had tickets available by our very good friend George, um, so it was minimal cost. We had a friend of ours come in and stay. We had another friend come in last minute. I had requested off and had my good friend Marshall Elkins fill in on base to play the show Saturday, which that was, you know, whatever. My my wife wanted to spend some time with me. She she sacrificed a lot. So she wanted me there. I'm going to go there. Yeah. So we go to the game. We do the whole uh, because our our friend Tracy Westmoreland, who came down for the game, she's a Penn State alum. So we got to do like. It's the Penn State Roar Tour. So we got to do the alumni tent and we got to meet meet the uh, mascot and all this other crap. And then we did 
the walk to the stadium. So I've got this shirt on that says, uh, and I should have worn it, but I wasn't really planning on talking about this, but it was, uh, I married into this with a Penn state logo on it. <laughs> and I was dude, I was seriously both, both the Penn state fans, which there were many and the Auburn fans, both of them loved the shirt. Really? I was the talk. I was the talk of Auburn, man. It was, let me tell you, I was Mr. Popular. And it was the one time that I've been in Auburn and it wasn't like big bees, you're big bees. No, it was about yeah. the shirt. The shirt yeah. was the hit. Right. So it was, it was really cool, but we get in line. We're big, long line to get into the stadium and Penn state fans all around us. And this one giant ass hat, uh, he had to be in his sixties, probably has diabetes, but he's probably two, three inches bigger than me, about 30 or 40 pounds heavier than me. And he's got sunglasses on. He's breathing real hard. But but he's not like a big fat guy. Yeah. But he's obviously not in shape. Yeah. And they come up to us while we're standing in line and they're just start chit-chatting. Everything's fine. And then we have to split split the line to let people pass that are walking around the stadium while we're in line to get in. Right. And after that traffic clears out, we walk forward. And the same big guy that's got he's the guy that I was just having a conversation with comes up to me and he, and he gets in my face and he's just like, you need to get the fuck out of line. You can't just walk up here and cut. And I looked at him. I'm like, okay, he's fucking with me. Right. I was like, yeah, whatever. That's not happening. Yeah. You're fucking funny. You're funny. And he's like, no, you need a, and he shoves me. Whoa. You, you've we're not and like all the people behind us are just like what the fuck are you doing like he's been here you were just talking to him what the so big dude as he he shows me and i i i I run over and i fucking just shoulder check the shit out of him chrissy gets in between us because she doesn't want me to go to jail this is like the only. This is like the one thing, the one, this the one awesome. time that I actually go out to do something she wants to do, and somebody's <laughs> going to give me enough me shit anywhere. to get me in a fight. And again, I'm not an overly violent person, but like, why would you disrespect me for for no reason? Yeah, it's like it, maybe he he looked at me as like this guy's going to cave like a bitch, and yeah. I'm like I didn't, and he didn't know what to do. And then my little wife. Chrissy, who's, you know, again, this guy's a couple inches taller than me. She's boop, like five foot three, like just a little fucking spitfire in his face. Like, you need to fuck off, fucking separate. She's like, you, pointing at me, you need to go over there, stay at the front of the fucking line. I'm like, uh, I'm going to fucking handle this. She's like, no, the fuck you're not. Damn, you're not dealing with shit. Oh, she, she handled that. Again, I got my shove in. And then it took me about 30 minutes to calm down after that. Cause I'm just like, I'm you're keyed up. You're ready to fight. Like I had a Penn state shirt on. And the only person that gave me shit the entire day was a Penn state fan. We're all on the same team. Fucker. Oh, uh, well, and, uh, and, and, and I'm missing the point. Like it was because he thought you cut, cut in line. I don't what are you know. In fucking middle school. Motherfucker. Well, I didn't cut in line. That's the yeah, whole thing. Is I, he was yeah. They they had actually cut the people behind us when they came over and just started strumming up a conversation. 
which everybody sees how that fucking shit goes. It's not it, fucking it general admission. But, but for him to like, to come at me, like, I, I mean, like, it's not like it's a fucking general admission ticket to see Lizzo <laughs> trying to get the best view of Lizzo's <laughs> butter biscuits. <laughs> I could, I, I would understand it then. Uh, you have assigned well, seats, man. When they gotta be great. Control yourself, soldier. You have assigned seats. Yeah, I don't know what his fucking issue was. He wanted to get like, that. He wanted to get that fucking big gulp before he sat yeah, out. Well, no, he wanted to feel like a big man. And I guess he looked at me and he was just like, oh, "I'm bigger than him." Yeah, he'll he'll cave like a bitch. Everybody's gonna cave nowadays. And when I'm just like, "Yeah, no, bam." Mm. Uh. And then again, my, when my wife got in the middle, again, I wouldn't get in her fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah, but after that, I mean, the game was awesome. Uh, we didn't get any shit really from anybody else. We were sitting in the Auburn section. Uh, the Penn state section was way up in the nosebleeds, but we were like on the 40 or 50 yard line <clears throat> across from the student section. Again, great seats, great game. Again, mad props to our friend, George. Uh, that hooked us up. I don't want to mention his last name because I don't want somebody to be jealous or hit him up or be like, her. Yeah. Uh, just I will say George. And um, it was, again, a great, great game. And I pulled out my phone, which Penn State won, by the way, which was even we cool. were just hoping for a good game. But it was actually kind of a blowout, which, again, nobody expected, especially not the Penn State fans. We were just like, just let it be close. And I'm not, yeah, again, I married into that. I'm an LSU fan, as 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 I've demonstrated previously in the podcast series. But it's uh, the one time that I actually got my phone out to video anything was actually got the entire play on the only touchdown that Auburn got. <laughs> I videoed it like it was, I think, the towards the end of the third quarter, I get my phone out and I'm just like, oh, well, this looks like it's going to be an interesting play because they're like. Close to the red zone. I think they had like 12 yards. And I started videoing, and it was just like, whoop, there's a sweep to the outside. A uh, little running back guy did like a hurdle over a guy, and I got it all on video. And I was just like, oh. cool. And like, I looked at the Auburn fans around me. I'm like, do you want me to just video the rest of the game? Yeah. Because I don't know what just happened, but I feel like I did that with my mind. Yeah, the magic touch. It was a magic touch with the phone. So yeah, we had a great we had a great day Saturday. Uh, Penn State won. The wife was happy. We had a great time visiting with friends and uh, commuting with uh, everybody but one douchebag. So I mean, again, Mad Max moment, but it lasted like mm, two seconds. It's not something that I dwelled on for the rest of the game and well, it ruined good. my entire day or experience. That's good. That's that's more than what most people could say. Yeah. So, so yeah. Oh yeah, man. Out, outside of that, I've just. You know, again, more more of the same. I've got I've got to be in Auburn again tomorrow for uh, a frat party. So outside of that, I've got nothing else going on. I'll be in Texas this week, though. I'll be in Texas on Friday and Saturday and then home Sunday and then Monday recording. If we decide if unless something comes up and we have to push recording a day or two, uh, that Monday is also another D day where I have to. Do some court, court oh, crap, okay. but yeah. it's it's early in the morning, so it'll okay. be, it won't it won't interfere with our thing. Yeah, but again, depending on how it turns out, should make for an interesting episode. Hell yeah! 
Looking forward to that. Hope everything goes well with that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything you want to add before we shut this bitch down for the day? Not really, man. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Brain Snacks with Jackson Max. As always, please go to our website, brainsnackspodcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the bell notification, like the video, leave a comment. Click the link in the description. We may link some of these news articles that we were talking about earlier down in there. If you guys want to just keep up with us again, make sure that you like and follow us on all the social medias brain snacks with Jackson max. We also have a Facebook group brain snacks podcast. And again, if you're listening on Apple iTunes or uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, Amazon music, Podbean. Make sure you you like it. Make sure you follow it. Make sure you click the automatic download so you never miss a fresh, tasty episode. And make sure you protect your neck at (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Watch out. Watch out for motherfuckers with sticks trying to carjack you. And don't cut your leg off. So with that, guys, thank you for tuning in. We are two confident idiots saying don't pretend to be Jesus and Satan and cut your leg off in front of your five-year-old daughter. Because it's a mess. But if you're going to do something... Maybe send 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard. And then 50 more. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, guys. We love you. Have a good night. Thank y'all. Peace. We hope that you're enjoying the show. If you'd like to sign up for our newsletter... Go to www.brainsnackspodcast.com.